Welcome to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal. We examine things like habits of entrepreneurs, emerging trends, financing, marketing, unique ideas, where to get help, even how to get started on your own. Want to tell the story of your small business? Send me an email at gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. Today's stories, why Uber doesn't want its drivers categorized as employees, and the Tennessee business that got too popular too quickly. Those stories after this. Day one for a new employee. Instead of joining in productively, they face a confusing, disjointed process and piles of paper forms. With Kronos, you can automate the entire onboarding process, creating a better experience for employees and freeing you to focus on the human part of your job. HR, payroll, talent, and timekeeping in one unified system, all with a proven implementation approach and simplified transparent pricing. Learn more at Kronos.com onboarding. Kronos, workforce innovation that works. Uber is fighting against drivers who want to be categorized as employees, and whether it succeeds could have major implications for the gig economy. Uber filed an S-1 form for an initial public offering. In the document, the company stated, quote, We believe that drivers are independent contractors. More on what that means for drivers from Jacob Passy, reporter at MarketWatch. Jacob, what's going on? In light of Uber uh, filing the paperwork to take the company public uh, last week. Um, I, you know, this is an issue I've looked into before, and basically in that paperwork, um, you know, they mentioned, you know, issues that could prove to be uh, negative for their business in the future. And one of the things they pointed out is that they believe that their drivers are, quote, independent contractors because, among other things, they can choose whether, when, and where to provide services on our our platform. And so basically, Uber was saying, you know, Uber says that and believes that, you know, the drivers that, that, you know, provide the service, you know, on Uber are independent contractors, not employees. However, they warned that, you know, in the future, if uh, laws were to change, if court rulings were not to go in their favor, not just here in the U.S., but all around the world, wherever they do business, um, that could endanger uh, their bottom line because, you know, uh, of a whole host of reasons. Um, but, you know, it's, it's advantageous for Uber um, to classify its workers as independent contractors rather than employees. It's not advantageous for those empl- those workers, though, necessarily. How much might this have to do with lawsuits filed against drivers? Yeah, so um, so some of it has to do with that. You know, the Uber doesn't necessarily want to take on the liability of its drivers. You know, if the last lawsuits filed against them for some reason, you know, uh, they can you know kind of claim uh, you know innocence in a case like that. You know, whatever the case might be. And then on the flip side of it, you know, Uber's already you know facing a number of settlements um, all around the world. So you know, in in March of 2019 uh, this year, they reached a preliminary settlement in two class action cases and agreed to pay 20 million dollars to drivers who contracted with Uber in California and Massachusetts. Um, there have been settlements in, or, or, you know, they've lost cases in France, in the U.K. So this is a real issue all around the world. You know, the, the flip side, though, is, you know, um, they basically, you know, well before they, they filed the paperwork to go public, you know, they had kind of laid out for the Securities and Exchange Commission what they view their business model as. And what they basically 
say is not only are the drivers not employees, but the drivers are actually their customers. Oh, yeah. you know, they That's basically say that their platform is for the drivers, not for the riders. So that you know they are providing a service to the drivers, and then the drivers are using that service, not the riders. We're speaking with Jacob Passy, reporter at MarketWatch. He's written a piece entitled, Uber Doesn't Want Its Drivers to Be Employees. Here's Why That Matters. I guess the customer argument, I guess, is sort of we are giving you access to a, a customer list, right, or a database. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, they could view it as, you know, and, and th- th- this is, you know, true of a number of platforms. You know, it would be kind of similar to how, you know, a site like Thumbtack would probably view its customers as the independent contractors who are, you know, applying to, you know, be a wedding photographer or be a home contractor or whatever the service someone, you know, a consumer is looking for. Um, and, and Uber kind of, you know, takes the same approach. You know, they basically, they think their platform is a, is a means for the drivers to find riders, not, you know, a means for riders to find Uber employees to drive them around. And, and, and you know, this is not unique to, to Uber. It's, it's a lot of companies in the gig economy, you know, operate in the same way. Lyft made similar statements before they went public. Instacart has faced lawsuits over how they pay their workers. You know, this, is, this cuts across the whole gig economy. Yeah. Um, and, and to your point, you did a little breakout on how that Uber strategy affects workers in the gig economy. Explain that a little bit. Yeah, so, you know, there are a whole host of uh, rights that you have as an employee that you do not have as an independent contractor. You know, for instance, you know, uh, you know bare, bare bones, minimum wage. You know, minimum wage laws apply to employees of companies, not to independent contractors. Things like uh, vacation time, things like workers' compensation, all those things depend on your employment status, whether you're an employee or an independent contractor. Thanks, Jacob. Jacob Passy, reporter at MarketWatch. More after this. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. GEICO could help you get great coverage at a great price, and it only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to GEICO.com today and see how much you could save. Finally, for Justin Scott, owner of the Rustic Flag Company, Going to work means sorting through thousands of emails and managing confused, angry, or concerned customers waiting for their products. A story in the Jackson Sun in Tennessee says Mr. Scott, an Army veteran, started the Rustic Flag Company in 2014 and began producing homemade wooden flags. Business exploded, but the company took on more orders than it could handle. He and a small team have been chipping away at a backlog of around 20,000 orders for months. In the last four months, Mr. Scott said he has issued more than 200 refunds. He and a bare-bones team of about eight have been crafting and shipping about 100 flags every week. Shopify, the platform that Rustic Flag Company used for selling products, has since locked the company out. Rustic Flag is no longer taking new orders. Mr. Scott says he's now meeting with investors about taking over the production of the remaining orders and eventually taking ownership. Reminder, by the way, the Small Business Report is found on our website this morning with GordonDeal.com. That's also where you can catch our award-winning daily news program called This Morning, America's First News. Again, if you'd like to share your small business story, I'd like to hear it. You can email me at gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal. 